It's the Next Level Contractor Podcast. Yeah, I'm talking about Mountain Dews, baby. Coming at you every Monday at 7 a.m. in 30 minutes or less. No bullshit. Eat desserts and just get all fat and sassy. We're helping small businesses and construction companies be more profitable, with better leads, and better systems. We'll do it live! Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! And today I have Mark Bloom on uh, from Hover. How are you doing, Mark? Hey, Tim. I'm doing well. You know, I mean, I think we're in challenging times, but, you know, I'm, I'm here in my house. I'm with my family. We're safe. Uh, but it's great to be here with you today and talking Absolutely. to your audience. Um, before we get started into this a little bit, I want people to know where you're coming from. So tell me a little bit about Hover and how you started with the company. Yeah, I joined Hover about four months ago, and Hover is a company. We transform photos, um, you know, smartphone photos from any property into accurate, interactive uh, 3D model. Um, our customers, you know, contractors and insurance carriers use us to you know, drive efficiencies, reduce costs, um, and really uh, minimize, uh, you, you know, cycle times and closing, uh, closing timeframes um, as yeah. they're engaging with homeowners and giving homeowners options to um, look at different products, different yeah. models, different colors, different pricing options. Absolutely. So, you know, that being said, we're going to be talking about estimation and sales and, you know, obviously closing that, that, that time to close. And we're going to be going into it today. We're going to be talking about, we you are. know, it, we, we, maybe I'm not supposed to say this, but Eagle View versus hover, but more generally aerial versus on-site wow. estimation tools. So this idea of the aerial estimation tool, um, what, is, what is good about that? What is bad about that? And this on-site estimate to, uh, estimating tools, what's good about that? Now, I'm not a roofer, so I actually mm -hmm. am curious about this stuff. I'm, I'm trying to educate our clients who, who in some cases, use one tool or the other. I'll be honest, a lot of them use one of these tools. A, a lot of Correct. them are using one of these tools. So we're really trying to get into the pros and the cons and, uh, and that kind of thing. So what are the things that matter most in your estimation um, to roofers regarding these tools? Yeah, and I think before we get into the, you know, the on-site versus aerial, um, I, I think really thinking about what really matters to roofers and how do they think about it is kind of a, you know, a starting point, right? Mm -hmm. And I think you need to look at it from really two different perspectives, right? There's the sales perspective, and then there's a production perspective. And I'll start off with accuracy. Accuracy probably floats up to the top of the list, right? And this is accurate quoting by sales reps in the organization at all different experience levels, right? You have organizations that are hiring reps, you know, trying to train them, onboard them quickly. You have reps that have been on board for a long time. So how do you make sure that there's accuracy in quoting throughout that process, regardless of who you are? And then when you flip over to the production side, making sure that, you know, the measurements are highly accurate. So measurement accuracy becomes very important because what you want to do is reduce your material cost and really preserve your profit margin, like job profitability, and doing that in a consistent and predictable way is important, right? So accuracy is one. Uh, the other one is on errors, right? There's a lot of um, natural human errors and mistakes that come into 
into play. Why? Because people are using like their boards and a piece of paper and checklists and writing measurements down with tape and stuff. And um, there's a lot of errors that come into play then. You also have a lot of different point solutions that people are using that are disconnected here. You know, they're doing swivel chair management, copying from one system to another. Maybe they're writing it down. Maybe they're copying and pasting. So error is another big um, area that really matters to roofers, right? And then options, right? People want options. When you put estimation or quotes in front of people, you need to give them choice. Think of it like good, better, and best, right? And please call out where appropriate, like these are the most popular kind of models. People want choices, but they also don't want to be labored in decisions. They want to make it easy for them to take a decision. So I think accuracy errors, providing options, thinking just, you know, being empathetic to the customer, their needs, where they're coming from as you engage with them now, right? Where we were a couple of months ago to, even as the economy starts opening up, people are going to have different comfort levels of engagement. So yeah. I think that those are, yeah. Just so you, everyone listening knows, we're recording this June 4th. And so all the states are at different, June 4th, 2020. So all the states are at different uh, levels of open, uh, a lot of the a lot of construction companies and roofing companies. I, I know you, a lot of people have been still working, but um, certainly different vibe on sales cycles right now. Like the sales cycle yeah. is a little slower for some people because people don't know, you know, their their job security is at risk. Maybe that slows down their decisions on the exterior of their home. I did see uh, Lowe's and Home Depot both had some pretty good uh, news. As regarding like their sales and stuff like that during all of this. So that's usually, a, that's usually not a bad sign for contractors being that there's a lot of uh, activity in the, in the home improvement space right yeah. now. And well, what but, we've seen yeah. is we've seen a lot of people really leaning in on digital marketing, right? Working with, you know, companies such as yourself and saying, look, if we're going to have a slowdown, people are home. How do we start shifting to remote engagement? Like, can I start, you know, engaging, selling, interactive, you know, using mm -hmm. Zoom technology. Um, and we're seeing a lot of people make, they were forced to make these big investments in these technologies. And I don't, yeah. I don't see it going back. I think like digital remote engagement uh, is going to be here to stay. I mean, we'll have a hybrid model, right? There'll yeah. be more face-to-face -face meetings. Some of it will be all digital. We've seen some companies, some contractors shifting to building an all digital uh, inside sales organization and they're not sending people out or they have two different teams. Like some are, you know, customer facing, some are well, internal. You, you know, you see the value in different things, like, right. Like there's value in a hug, right. There's a value in yeah. a in-person shaking of the hand. There is value there, but there's also value in time and people are getting some time back that they used to waste in transit. Oh, and yeah, totally. there's a bunch of wasted time there that people are probably going to be a little bit more, uh, they're going to be less likely to want to go meet in person if they don't have to. And like, for instance, a sales meeting that could be a half an hour um, over Zoom or whatever tool you're using for remote, you know, sales tools uh, would might be a, an hour in person with some, tra you know, with transportation because yeah. it's a lot easier to end a, a Zoom call sometimes, especially, you know, we're in Minnesota and us in the Midwest, we like to have those yeah. like 20 goodbyes, the mom at church goodbye. You know, it's like goodbye, uh -huh. but then you like stand around for like yeah. a long time. That's like a, 
Uh, talking about my wife, actually. Yeah. No, exactly. We there's a lot of people that do that accidentally, right? You're you're just sitting around saying goodbye. So I think people are getting time back in ways that they didn't have it before. Um, yeah. And so, but but there is something about being in person. In my experience, and we've we've done both. Like we've done sales yeah. in person and sales remote. I will say mm-hmm. there are. There, there does seem for us, at least as an agency, a marketing agency, there does seem to be like a higher closing rate when we've met, shook somebody hand in the hand, yeah. looked them in the eyes and said, you know, like that rapport building. But uh, you, you're going to have yeah. to, people are going to have to get over that a little bit and they are getting over it. And it, it's cool to see people innovating. Um, though, oh, we're, we're, yeah. Yeah, and the way we're seeing people address that is one is they're having more meetings because of those efficiencies and time yeah. savings, right? So, yeah, you can talk about conversion rate, you know, being able to be face-to-face versus on the phone, but they have more meetings yeah. um, and they're just such an efficiency gain. And from a cost perspective and from a bottom line perspective, um, it's, it's strong. And also, right, people are really now focused and investing in generating, taking their brand and their message online mm-hmm. and really trying to produce, you know, leads and looking at ROI yeah. metrics things that they were never doing before. So. Um, yeah, we just put out a, a video with one of our roofers. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, I'm done. No, go ahead. Uh, we just put out uh, a video and a blog post on our, our blog, hookagency.com slash blog, uh, about how to get more roofing leads without door knocking. And to be honest, man, we've been working with uh, roofers that are really digital focused for a while now. So I don't yeah. even think I quite comprehended how many roofers out there are just doing door knocking. Like I didn't realize yeah. how and how many there are out there. So certainly that's been a kind of an eye opener for me. Um, but we just, we just basically put a camera on one of our roofers and he just shared all the ways that he's, he's been doing it like 10 different ways to get leads. And he shared all those ways uh, in this video. So it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, sorry. That's I, I awesome. Was get back to this topic, which is uh, the, the on-site versus aerial yeah. tools. So what have you seen are the benefits to on-site versus aerial? Yeah, well, I think look generally, and it's, it's logical, right? I mean, when you're on-site and you're standing 20 feet away from the building, right, proximity to the building, the resolution, the fidelity that you get from being there versus flying a plane up at thousands of feet, right, there's big deltas, right? So mm-hmm. the fidelity, and the fidelity then translates to accuracy. So with on-site measurements, you're typically accurate to like within an inch. Um, when you're flying a plane up at thousands of feet taking pictures, I mean, a lot of times um, aerial vendors will provide accuracy like up to about a foot or they round up to the nearest foot just because they're so high up. I think there's also some challenges when you look at looking at walls, wall measurements, right? When you're standing right next to the wall, when you're at a, up on trying to get the full dimensions of the wall and the angles becomes very challenging when you're at such a, a high elevation. Um, one of the things that we see a lot of our contractors asking, like soffit depth, right? And when you think about like ice and water barriers, right? Soffit depth becomes very important. That's the undersiding, right? Under the sheet and the soffit depth. Well, you can't do that. You can't see that when you're above. You have to be at ground level, right? So I think there's a lot of things that you give up in terms of accuracy, comprehensiveness, elevations, soft depth that you just don't, that it's impossible 
not that just that it's not good, but some, some of these things are just not possible when you're taking photos from, from a very high elevation. Mm -hmm. You guys recently conducted a, a study uh, around this. Uh, share with me a little bit about that. Yeah, so, you know, we as a company had a lot of beliefs, but we wanted to get an unbiased perspective on, like, what is the reality of, uh, of aerial versus on site. So we leveraged uh, Hague Engineering. They're very, very well known in the contractor and construction industries. And uh, they used uh, you know, a couple of technology, our technology and aerial technologies. Um, and they went out and selected on their own uh, 40 homes. This was a test of 40 homes. So that was a sample size. Um, and what they found, they did measurements themselves with tape, very accurate hand measurements. Um, and what they found was with hover, we were at a 2.6% variance compared to our aerial competitor, they were at 3.4. What we found was a 23% improvement in accuracy, 23%. Hmm. When you're ordering stuff, accuracy is hugely important when you're thinking about your cost of goods sold, right? The failure rate, we were out of the 40 homes, we were at zero, right? Because things like tree coverage and whatnot, which has an impact to aerial homes, we're able to work around that doesn't become an issue for us right so we out of the 40 homes had zero failure rate where on the aerial side there was a failure rate of eight percent that's huge and that means you got to then go back and like redo or take additional photos on site so you're going on site anyway because the aerial failed and we post this on our uh, website under blogs just do a, a search on hover uh, .to and, and Hague study, and you, and you can see the results. And this is an independent study that they did, and they selected the homes. Oh. Awesome, man. Uh, so I do want to acknowledge that there are certain benefits to aerial. Now, yeah. uh, I, I just want you to kind of go through what those might be briefly. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there's and, a lot of players. Sorry, like, we how many are there really like we're talking about the main one is eagle view that i'm thinking of but how many are there that are like that are there a couple other ones yeah. too there's a few right i mean there's there's eagle view is, is one that you mentioned earlier there's sky measure which is a part of core logic uh, it's core logic sky measure uh there's near near map is another one they're based out of australia there's a few um you know, Eagle View actually merged with a company called Pictometry, got a long time ago, which is where they acquired that aerial technology. But there, there's other ones um, out there too. Um, and in terms of like the value, like which I think is kind of at the heart of your question, right? Yeah. I mean, I think because Eagle View was going out and scanning homes all the time, right? They're flying, they're taking pictures, they're scanning a lot of homes when they do their flights, right? And their flight patterns, right? So if you're a contractor and you know you have a meeting in a week, right, with Joe Smith, well, you go and you can just type in his address and Eagle View or these other vendors will then serve you up the home the measurements of the roof and the pitches, you then now show up on site and you have it in your hand, right? With on-site technologies, um, you, you know, you need to take pictures and the information is sent to you. Now, you know, we're 
depending on the kind of product you're, you're, you're uh, ordering, it's 30 to 60 minutes, but you're not ordering ahead. You have to be on site to take the pictures. So that's an advantage that Eagle View has if you just need like roof only. And they're very strong and they're good on roof, right? If roof mm -hmm. measurements and pitch are what you care about, and you know you have a meeting coming up in a week, then go ahead, order this, and you can show up with that information. Yeah. Now, if somebody's looking at doing more of a complete job, thinking about garage doors, sliding doors in the backyard, uh, you know, changing their siding, uh, then there's some limitations that you have with an uh, aerial photo. Yeah. But, 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 but there's definitely some benefits, as I just articulated. Yeah, absolutely. And you said and it's also measurements only, right, versus... There is limited 3D model capabilities. Well, in the it's, it's, it's limited. Like, I tried it. I was curious, right? I mean, yeah. as I just said, I joined Hover a few months ago. So the first thing I did was let me take a picture and do it with Hover, and let me take a picture and do it, and let me try it with, yeah. uh, with Eagle View. Um, and what I got back um, with Hover was a high-fidelity me measurement and 3D model of the entire home, everything, yeah. right? Elevations, roof, garage, windows. Um, what I got back with Eagle View was squares on the roof, measurements, the pitches. On the walls, it was, a, it was something called walls light because, it, to, again, to produce high-fidelity walls rendering becomes very challenging. Mm -hmm. um, there was no ability to see an engaging 3D model in their web app. Yeah. On the mobile app, I could, I could turn it around, but it wasn't really usable in terms of letting me like select manufacturers, select products, select colors, generate options. Like this is the kind of engagement, you know, contractors need to start having with yeah. their homeowners. If they don't it change- It can help sell deals. It not really only does, sell yeah. deals because of that engagement, but it's upselling them. Because when the, yeah. what, ha what, we, what we find is, right, the um, homeowner, you can send them a copy of the 3D model. They start playing around with things. They upsell themselves. They're picking and choosing products and colors and models. And yep. they're like, I like, you know, like they love playing with the model. So you yep. as a contractor can sit down and, and engage the homeowner or let them play with the model because you can, you can share that. And it's their home. It's not somebody else's home, right? Exactly. And we were, you know, incorporating this into one of our roofing clients, websites and we gave them the ability so somebody can go in there and fill out a form and then it immediately texts them sends them the app to sign up and actually walks them through how they can take the photos of the house themselves and be playing with the colors and the you know the yeah. uh the different textures and things like that in a very short amount of time and we were doing this in the middle of covid so people were able to do this get the app, set, take the pictures themselves and be playing around with their, their home in a 3D model in a pretty quick amount of time. And uh, in, in cases where maybe people didn't want to have somebody out to their house, maybe they were, were yeah. you know, we were all a little paranoid at this, in the middle of all this. So it was like, that ability is very, very nice. And, uh, and or you could have somebody come out and take the pictures, you know, um, the, you know, some the, the roofing company take the pictures too. But just those different options are really nice. And just the ability to be able to set that up on your website so you can have a lead form uh, that immediately texts them and stuff like that. That was awesome. I'm, I'm yeah. you know, bravo to your company for, for helping equip these roofing, uh, these roofing contractors with the ability to do that 
and it wasn't that hard like setting it up like this is what i like about it it's i'm a you know web company sometimes people make it really hard to integrate with their app and i think it's awesome that you guys have done a really good job about making it pretty simple to integrate from a form to yeah. uh, texting them with the app. I, I'm just, uh, I like that a lot. Because, no, yeah. and you know, and it really speaks to the kind of the maturity model of contractors, right? As I yep. think about digital marketing, right? Because we saw people um, over the last couple of months doing nothing, right? They were like, door, as you said, they were just going and, and door knocking, right? Or, hey, I'm working on this, I'm working on this home. If any debris falls in your lot, your yard, you know, just come, here's my card, let me know personally. So they're going to all the neighbors, right? So they're creating some brand awareness, but people were doing nothing. It was all face to face. Um, and then we saw some people saying, all right, let me put a picture of a home, say that I'm open for business. Uh, let me do some social saying we're doing virtual estimating, um, and doing some, um, budget spend on like social media and pay per click, mm-hmm. um, and thinking about like Google maps and business, my listing, uh, Google, my listing and so on. Um, but then to what you were saying, we saw a lot of people as they were maturing is really thinking about how do I automate my workflows? So as I push something social, they come to a landing page, they fill out a form. How do I then send a request to the homeowner? Like maybe they'll capture their own home and then mm-hmm. I get all the stuff sent back to me. I don't even need to go on site or if they're not comfortable with that, I could go on site, take pictures. They don't even have to interact with me. So it's a flexibility. Again, I get back mm-hmm. to like options, flexibility being sensitive and empathetic to like where customers are coming from. And as a contractor, thinking about your journey and how you're going to move from like your website, optimizing your content to your social media strategy, to workflow automation and just better converting by the timeliness of your engagement. Yeah, exactly. And you know, some people did come to us during this and you know, kind of with the emergency we need emergency marketing. And I, yeah. frankly, we're just not on the emergency marketing front. We're not like the get it all done this month kind of situation. We, yeah. the contractors that we have had as clients for some time are doing these like actually pretty well during this just because what we're trying to do is make their website into a traffic magnet. But it's just so, it's a weird time because I do see contractors kind of, um, getting that urgency, the urgency, urgency. But the problem with urgency is you pay out the nose when you try to market with urgency because you're just, all you can do is pay for ads. But we are yeah. promoting almost the separate thing. Like we do ads for clients, but we're almost promoting the separate thing, which is you want these long, slower marketing systems that are like, you know, mature. And they, they, they're what I call is more of a, um, a flywheel meaning you're kind of always working on them and they act as more of like a, a magnet for leads mm. versus like you're just jumping in front of somebody with the ads and saying, come to our website, you know, on Facebook, yeah, yeah. come to our website. Like we believe in those, like those convert sometimes, but that can't be your only marketing thing. You have to, you have to get these longer, slower marketing systems in place. And part of it is your referral systems. And you're much more likely to get referrals if you have a great experience. And that's where Hover comes into place, uh, comes into play here, which is it's, it's a way to, you know, if somebody has a great experience with your company and, um, and they, they enjoyed the process, right? They, they had fun when they were putting together the colors, they had fun when they're, they're yeah, looking yeah. at this 3D model, like that's fun. It's actually fun. Yes, 
a lot of contractors have already gotten on board, but some haven't. And it's funny if they don't realize that they can make this fun for the homeowner, they're, they're missing out. Well, I, I want to make sure to um, give you a moment to just, how, how can people engage Hover if they're ready now? They, they want Hover, they want to implement it for their uh, company. What can they do? Yeah, you know, I, I would say go to uh, hover.to, that's our public facing website, and you can schedule a meeting to talk to, you know, somebody on our sales team, or you could, um, you know, go to the app store, uh, download our app and, and get started. Or if you come to our website, there's a start a trial button. So Sweet. you could, you know, download it and kick the tires, S take a hover your own home. Download the app, take some pictures, get the measurements report, get the 3D model and play around with it. And, and you can get a really good feel for like the kinds of capabilities that you can then turn and use with the homeowners that you're engaging with. I will say when I, when I see people using digital tools like Hover and other tools, like whatever they happen to be, I always, you know, we, we talk about like with remodeling companies like Builder Trend and stuff like that. Like when they go hard, with a tool when they actually use it and make sure to use it to its fullest extent. I really see them getting more out of it though. Yeah. So like once you determine what your tool set is, once you determine which tools you're going to go in with, I say go all in because there is something about you get more out of the feature sets. If you're really kind of diving in, uh, making sure you're using them consistently and things like that. Yeah, totally. Knowledge efficiency. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And how can people find you guys on social? What are the what are the social handles for Hover? Yeah, we have. I mean, if you just search Hover.to on Facebook and awesome. LinkedIn, I mean, we're, we're we're there. I mean, we have presence on Twitter um, and all the social Instagram as well. So yeah, we're we're out there. So yeah, please uh, you know go check us out, engage with us, uh, come to our website. Uh, we're we're here to help, and you know we're working closely, you know, Tim with you. So I mean, if there's yeah. Absolutely, man. And, and thank you for coming on today. This, yeah. this podcast is put on by Hook Agency. It's at Hook Agency all over social media, hookagency.com. And yeah, it's been a pleasure to chat with you. I'm super excited to stay connected. And Thanks for having us. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll uh, see you next Monday, 7 a.m. And yeah, bye. Take care. Bye.